In our Parsha, there's the famous story of Yaakov giving the blessings to his sons, the bracha to his sons, but that story begins in a very fascinating way. Yaakov tells his children that he's going to tell them what's going to be ba'achris yomim. He's going to tell him, tell them what's going to be in the days of Mashiach. Then when we read the actual brachas that Yaakov gives, so he doesn't tell them that. Rashi quotes Chazal that Bikesh Yaakov Lagalus Lebanavisakates, Yaakov wanted to reveal to his children when Mashiach is coming, and was not allowed to. There's actually two interesting, different understandings as to what happened to Yaakov. Rashi says that the Shechina left him. There's another Medrash that says that the actual Kates left him. In other words, did Yaakov himself know the information that he didn't tell his children? Or did Yaakov not know? Meaning, Kodesh Baruch not only did not allow Yaakov to tell his children, but actually took that information away from Yaakov. And the Rebbe discusses this in a fascinating way in the Sicha, in the 20th Chalik of Bekutei Sichas. In the context of this amazing discussion of the Rebbe, he describes the the difficulty in understanding exactly what the Havamina was, what was Yaakov's a priori assumption to, yes, reveal when Mashiach is coming, and why is it that Kodesh Baruch told him not to. Now, the fact that Yaakov wanted to do that obviously shows that there's some element of the will of the Kodesh Baruch involved in that, because Yaakov is one of the others who are understood as a Merkava, a chariot of God's will. So if Yaakov himself wanted to do this, there must be some element of godliness in that. And it must be in line with the will of Hashem. And yet, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told him, no, ultimately you're not going to be able to do that. Whether or not he himself lost that information or not, so that, that's a, 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 a point that we mentioned earlier, but certainly he was unable to reveal the Kates, the end of days, to his children. So what was Yaakov's a priori assumption? And why was there a problem? Rebbe explains this in, in, in a number of different ways, but ultimately comes to the conclusion that Yaakov basically said, I want the, the geula to come, even if it won't be complete, because I want to take my children out of Golas. And HaKadosh Baruch's response was, no, the geula, ultimately, the Geul of Mashiach has to be a Geul mitisvah Shlema. It has to be complete. And that demands work from below, not only an imposition of Geul from above. And then the Rebbe says something fascinating, explaining why it is that the Geul mitisvah Shlema, the Geul of Mashiach, the redemption of Mashiach, has to come as a result of the Aveda from below, the service from below. Just as the Geula, Mitis Vashlem, is Geula Sheinachreya Golis, it's a redemption that is not followed by Golis, as all other redemptions were. Our redemption from Mitzrayim ultimately was followed by Golis, after the destruction of the first temple. Our redemption after, at that point, building the second temple, also resulted in another Golis, which we're in now. 
The coming of Mashiach will be the Golas Sheina Achrei Golas. There will not be a Golas afterwards. Why not? Because the Gula will be unchanging. Therefore, the Rabbi says an absolutely amazing thing. Since the gula will be unchanging, so therefore the service that brings the gula, the avaid of the Jews, has to be a, an avaid of loishinisi, an unchanging avaid. And therefore it has to come from below. How is that to be understood? Hasidic explains that there are two basic directions of the traffic, so to speak, of avaid Hashem. There can be a revelation from above. Or work from below. And they each have their advantage. The revelation from above brings about a nullification of the reality below. And therefore, reality is completely holy. But it doesn't change the below. The below, the state below, stays in its state as physical reality. It's just temporarily in a state of nullification in the face of the tremendous revelation of God. To put it in slightly different terms, when infinite reality is, is revealed, so then finite reality ceases to, to exist, but only temporarily as long as there's a revelation of the infinite reality. And once that revelation ceases, so then finite reality comes back into being. In our Avodah, the inspiration from above brings about tremendous change in our service, but it doesn't bring about change in us will act differently based on the, on, the, on the inspiration from above. But it won't necessarily bring about a long-lasting change such that when the inspiration disappears, so the behavior returns back to its previous state. And we've all experienced that in life. Whereas, when the Aveda is milamata lamaila from below, that's called the Aveda of Hislavshus in Chassidus. When a person works very hard on changing their intellectual understanding of reality and that intellectual change affects their emotional state. So they bring about an inner, internal change in themselves. Albeit it's somewhat limited to the extent that it's coming from them. But it's really who they are. And therefore, it's unchanging. It's that avoidance that a Kaddish Baruch Hu wants, ultimately, in order to bring Mashiach. Yes, Yaakov wants to reveal the case. And the very desire of Yaakov to do that has a certain residual positive effect on you and I. Just like, the Rebbe points out, Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to bring the Jewish people to a higher state of understanding of godliness, that our state was the level of Shmiah, hearing, intellectual appreciation, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu. And Meish Rabbeinu wanted to bring us to the state of Re'il, sight, that we see Elokus. As seeing is obviously a much more powerful connection to something than simply hearing about it. He was told no, but... The Rebbe explains that did have a residual effect on the Jews, such that there were some Jews who actually could reach that state, and all Jews had some connection to that state, albeit only residual. What's called in Chassidus Makif. So Yaakov's desire to reveal the Kates affected the Jewish people positively, but ultimately it has to come about as, our, as a result of our Aveda. And the Rebbe says something so fascinating in that regard. In order for the Geula to be unchanging, 
then the change in us has to be something that will last. And that can only happen if I bring about that change myself. The Rebbe was once asked why it is that in order to connect to godliness and in order to involve ourselves in positive activity in this world, it's such a battle. It doesn't come easy. It's not something that seems natural. It's natural on the deepest, most essential level, but on the revealed level, it doesn't seem so natural. You have to fight very, very, very hard to make it happen. Rebbe said an amazing thing. Rebbe asked the question, what's more expensive? A photograph or a painting? So the person answered, a painting, of course. Then Rebbe asked another question. Which of those two is a greater likeness of that particular reality that's being either photographed or painted? So, of course, the person said, well, the photograph is a greater likeness. Then why is it, the Rebbe asked, that the painting is more expensive, has greater value? The photograph is a simple photograph. It's a snapshot. The painting is the life and soul of the painter put into that work of art. And there might be mistakes. And there might be times when the painter is painting it that he put a little too much blue and had to actually take the blue off or go over the blue with some other color in order to hide the blue. The painting is a, is a work that is an expression of the very life of the painter. The photograph isn't necessarily that in any way, shape, or form. There we said a malach, an angel, it's like a photograph. It's a tremendous likeness of holiness. But it lacks the depth of the painting, which is the life of a human being, the life of a Jew. The ge'ul is coming by virtue of the fact that you and I draw that painting, that we work to bring about true changes in ourselves and in the reality around us, not as a gift from above, but as a result of real work from below. And then that change is long-lasting. And therefore the ge'ula that comes as a result of that change is also forever. May it be speedily in our days.